Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sign up with BetMGM Sports using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 Moneyline wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Steve Garko. Welcome back to Savvy Broadcasting. I'm so grateful to have you back here from Foresight Marketing. You have some wonderful details to share with the audience today. I'm so grateful you're here. How are you? I'm doing great. And thanks very much for asking me back. I really appreciate it. I mean, I always love having great guests that share great content to help our audience move forward. Most of our audience are business owners, but like all business owners, we can't know everything. And you're an expert in marketing and helping people get their message out there today. And today, what we're going to talk about the topic is, are you ready to launch? There's so many people who have a new product or service or information, and they're wondering, like, what is the best time to put it out there? What does the market need? You're going to help us with all those questions. But before we go there, share with our audience who didn't catch our first interview a little bit about your backstory. Sure, sure. So I'm president of Foresight Marketing. And uh, and basically what I do, of course, is I focus on helping companies that are trying to commercialize their products or who um, perhaps haven't uh, done enough market research in their customer base to make sure that they've got either their products or their services uh, moving forward. Now, I started out as a market research analyst in a a small company quite a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And eventually what I did is I moved into a Fortune 500 company where I started as just a marketing person and eventually finished up as a VP of global marketing for a $900 million division. Mm -hmm. Um, 
after that, I spent two um, stints working for startups. And I, I must admit that I just had a tremendous amount of fun working with startups. And so eventually after the second one finished up, it, it ended up selling to another company and all that kind of stuff. So I set up my consulting business where I focus a lot of my time now on helping uh, a lot of startups. Mm, and that's great because uh, one of the things, even when I got started, you think sometimes this is a problem I had. I got started and I thought, here's what I'm good at. I'm going to launch it out there. But it didn't even occur to me, did the market want it, desire it, were willing to pay for it? And it was that I, I've been in the AR collections type industry and I thought I'm going to teach people how to do it in their business. And most people, when I got down to it, started putting together these courses. People were like, hell no, I don't want to do that. I want you to go do it. And uh, so it's important to know what is what are the market looking for? So let's share, let's go jump right into it. What are some of the things businesses should look out for when they want to launch a product, service, or information? Where should they begin to start to realize is it something that's marketable and that people want? Sure. Well, first of all, let's start out by saying that that everybody starts to do something and they think they're going on the right path for a commercial launch. And so essentially what I'm talking about is sometimes people forget things to do. And I liken this whole uh, approach of what should we do for launching is kind of like the Apollo 13 saga. Now, I don't know if you remember the movie, one of my oh, favorite yeah. movies with Tom Hanks, but if you Love remember, it. NASA launched it after months of preparation and the efforts of thousands of employees. And everybody is clapping and applauding when the launch goes because everybody knows that the launch is the most uh, risky part of the whole, of the whole thing. Uh, but what ends up happening is two days later, an oxygen tank ruptures, disabling the control modules and placing the, the, the lunar landing is over and the lives of the folks at risk. And so basically what happened is they were ready for their launch but they didn't think through everything. And as a result, the launch failed. Mm. So what I look at is, is that when you're approaching your, your marketing campaign, it's the same kind of thing. If you don't start and, and look at a lot of different things, um, you're, you're gonna have a problem. Yeah. What and, are some of the things that they should pay attention to? Sure. Well. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've kind of got seven things in mind, but okay. uh, and, and I'll just give you a list and then we can talk about whichever one seemed to be the most interesting. Okay. First is segmentation and targeting. The second thing is having case studies. Hmm. The third thing is uh, having what I call an influencer engagement plan. Okay. okay. Second uh, or uh, another engagement plan would be a customer engagement plan. Hmm having an economic benefit approach nailed down, as well as understanding what the budgetary impact is. And then the last thing is competitive management. So those are the things that I think are, are often missed because most of the time they've got the product, they've got their collateral, you know, they think they're all set. It's these other things that cause difficulties. Well, I'm interested in not only in getting feedback from the customer, but also how to use influencers to grow, because I think I miss that using how I could possibly use others to get the word out and also kind of going back to the customers that like me and to get a better handle on what their needs are. Yeah. So, I mean, I look at uh, customer engagement and influencer gate engagement as pretty closely related. So, mm -hmm. um, um, for customer engagement, um, 
I think what people need to do is they need to take into consideration kind of like the environmental things that are going on with their customers. Mm. Now, one thing that I'm not sure everybody um, is aware of, but I, I, I mean, we know a lot of internet searching for products goes on, but what what's, I find is a really incredible fact is, is that most decision makers have made 70% of their decision before they even go onto a company website. Wow. Yeah. So basically what, what I'm thinking is, is that if you think you're just going to slap your collateral on your website, chances are people will have already researched you on other avenues and your information is going to be secondary to what they already heard. And then this is where the influencers come in because what happens is, is there's a general distrust of big companies, right? Mm -hmm. So what they do is they look for peers to comment on things. That's why, you know, uh, you know, things like Yelp and all that are so popular because yeah. people want to find out about a company before they even start to engage them, even on the internet. And so what ends up happening is, is that if you understand where your customers are getting their information from, and sometimes it's these key influencers who are on the mm -hmm. internet. So you uh, understand what the customer, where they're getting information, and then you try and um, interact with the folks who are influencing those decisions, you know, and that's where the whole influencer thing comes in. Wow. So you're getting peer, I forget what they call it in marketing, but you're getting that peer understanding where people trust these people. And if they're the ones talking about your product, then it's going to like if your friends are, oh, I love this toothpaste. You got to try it, Christina. I trust Carlene. So I'm going to go try that toothpaste. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, that's just the way things work. And, you know, um, it, it's really much more pertinent as the younger generations are becoming more and more buyer decisions. You know, pe people from the boomer age are, are probably less likely to do that. But the next generations, they're savvy with the internet, internet mm -hmm. they're a little more distrustful, and, and they're, they're really kind of uh, looking for folks to, to kind of tell them what they, they feel and think about products, services, and all that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so true. I mean, some of my major purchases were made from reviews of friends. I trust my friends, my neighbors, people I'm closest with. So that makes complete sense. Now, I'm also wondering, um, how do we pivot? Let's say we, we launch a product, but you know, like you were talking about, the environment changes, things change. Like last year, we had lockdowns and stuff. And now what worked before isn't working anymore. Do you have some suggestions on how maybe something you've launched, you have to pivot and kind of change it up? a bit how you might go about doing that well <clears throat> i'm i'm a big proponent of a uh philosophy called the lean startup okay mm -hmm. and what the lean startup is all about is um customer discovery so really what the way i look at what your question is is all about mm -hmm. is that something has changed with the customer and we don't really understand what's going on or why. So from my perspective, that this is where market research comes into play. And it doesn't have to be expensive market research. You just need to go out and talk with the customers. So if there's something that's going on, you're not hitting your goals, that the first thing you need to do is you need to contact your customers. And okay, you know that I've talked about how I work with um, startups, and mm -hmm. they always are in a situation where they don't have money for market research, but yeah. it doesn't, you don't have to spend money. Mm -hmm. You pick up the phone, 
know, know this amazing <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And or um, you know, in, in my my area is much more along the hospital industry and things mm -hmm. like that. Uh, and and so I. I've got a lot of connections with people in hospitals. So what, what will happen is when I've got a client who's looking at that, I use those connections to go and, you know, talk to face to face or, you know, mm -hmm. Zoom or whatever, just to find out what's going on. Well, any business owner can do that same thing. You're, um, I know very few business owners who don't know anybody in the industry that they're trying to sell in. Mm. So you just got to use your connections network and really start asking those questions and find out. You know, the, the trick might be, well, what are the right questions? That's what ah. I was just gonna ask you, yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. think if you have a great customer, a lot of times they don't wanna offend you. So they're like, well, I'm not gonna just tell them that I don't wanna make them feel bad. So how do you ask the probing questions that make them feel comfortable to tell you how they're really feeling? Oh, well, um, it, I guess what, what I would start is, I would go with somebody I know really, really well. Because they're going to give you the truth, especially if, especially if you say, look, at, I, things are going wrong. I need you to give me your honest opinion. And they'll do that. And so I will explain, I would explain with them, you know, I'm not hitting any of my targets. I don't seem to get customers interested. Here's what I'm saying. What do you think is happening? Or, or you could ask, does this resonate with you or not? And you kind of get that kind of feedback. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if it's, if it's a, a distribution issue, you could ask the same kind of thing. I, it really kind of depends on really what the problem, problem is as to what, what the questions. But that, that would be where I start. And then what I would be doing is I would just blatantly, I mean, it's really not rocket science. I would be no. asking them, you know, well, what, what would in, help you, you know, kind of make this purchase decision? And you just kind of collect those things. And, and I find... Most people, if they know you, they're quite happy to give you those kinds of opinions and that. Yeah. Now, um, the, the one thing that is worrisome to me, I guess, is you should have done that in the first place. So yeah. you, you should have a pretty good idea before you've launched what the customer needs are and things like that, which means that when you're going back to troubleshoot, you're really asking some very specific questions about what your assumptions were mm -hmm. and how that, that's changed. Now, if you haven't done your market research up front, then you've got a much bigger issue area to, yeah. to, yeah. to, to, to scope out, but yeah. You know, it's interesting, Stephen. Um, I remember when I'd been on the air for a couple of years and I noticed that our listenership started to decrease. So I started to reach out to some of our, our, you know, audience members who have been with us from day one. I said, okay, what are you feeling? Would you like something to change? Is it something that better suits you or, you know, serve you better as regards to listening to our show? And I said, well, you know, I love your show, but I'm just so busy. If it were a little shorter or, yeah. you know, Sometimes I actually like to engage. So if you had a little bit more engagement. So when that came across, uh, me and my husband said, okay, let's bring out a little bit different topic sometimes. Let's make them 15 minutes instead of 30 to 45 minutes like we used to do. And um, it started to really help our listenership because we were listening to what people needed at that moment. Because I think the one thing we forget as business owners is that things aren't static. So what worked for our clients maybe five years ago today might not. Well, and there's one other thing I, I noticed that you've done differently from when we last talked. It's video. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, and that's really important because there's other statistics that basically say right now 
that, um, and I don't know the exact number, but let's say 60 or 70% of people who are on the internet prefer to get their information from video Mm -hmm. as opposed to reading or listening. Why do you think that is? What's your idea about that? Why do you think that is? hmm. You know, I, I haven't, I have not really looked into it. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when you, when you look at it, um, we're a very visual society today. I mean, just, just think of how television has, uh, and cable and that has dominated. So I think what's happening is the younger generation has been brought up just watching, watching, you know, and I think that it's just so natural to them. And quite honestly, it is much more engaging. You know, if you can see people and all that, uh, you know, it, I, I just think it keeps people's attention and they're, they're used to it. But yeah. I, haven't, I haven't ever actually seen any research on it yet. No, no, I get you, Steve, because I find I connect better with someone. I can see their, even t- talking to you, I can see your face emoting, you know, get, there's so much more to language, I think, than just hearing your voice and what you're saying. And a lot of it comes across in your body language that you're not going to catch from a podcast that's just an audio. Well, and also I'm kind of feeding off of you in that. I mean, I look at you and, Mm -hmm. and it gives me energy, you know, so, so, you know, and, you know, you can see my little hands move back, (laughs) you know, but, but uh, then, and that then uh, helps with, with the audience too, I believe so. Yeah, Yeah. it's there's just so much to learn from. And this is a good thing for us to go to when you're launching a product. How important is it to launch a product using video? I I think it could be a useful tool as well. Oh, absolutely. I think if you're not incorporating video, you're missing the mark. You really are. Set up a YouTube channel. Make sure you got all sorts of things uh, put together. And you know what? You don't have to buy a, uh, hire a great big production company. Turn on your um, turn on your iPhone and do it. You know, I see so many people just doing iPhone uh, videos and, and people love it. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a wonderful Microsoft like thing that, you know, uh, USB plug into my computer. This is a black screen. It costs 60 bucks if you have like a lot of mess behind you and then a nice light up here, a light back there and a light from the ceiling here and we're good to go. But it's amazing that for like fraction of the cost, what it used to cost for video production, anyone can have an amazing video of content and great looking videos. Yeah. 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 Now, well, go. I, I don't know if this will help, but I, I was thinking that I might just try and give you a little bit of a story about um, Go for it. How, how to do this, um, which, which is, um, I was um, launching a, a product for uh, this big uh, Fortune 500 company. And mm-hmm. basically uh, it was for a bunch of nephrologists. They're the people who, keep, um, who um, treat kidney disease. Mm-hmm. And what we had was we had an ability to provide protein to their patients through the therapy they were doing. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, now luckily I, I understood that we had some challenges so way before launch, I took a look at, well, what are the barriers that, are, are, that could prevent us from actually uh, having a successful launch? And quite honestly, this is what I'm hoping your audience will do. Well before the launch, let's think about what are the barriers. And the, what, the first barrier I found out was that, first of all, the nephrologist 
they only get five minutes of training in their medical school training on nutrition. And believe it or not, that's no joke. It's like five minutes. So they didn't really understand nutrition, which of course means they don't understand when someone's malnourished or anything like that. Uh, and the other thing that happened was they didn't really understand that malnutrition was a problem. There were clinical research articles out there, but um, what we needed to do was we need to generate awareness that this is a problem. So for the launch, one of the first things we did was we collected these articles and we sent them to our docs so that the docs really understand that, hey, this is a problem. I need to look and focus on my patients to see if they need anything. Mm. And then the second thing that happened was because they've never had training, they had no idea on how to diagnose whether a patient was malnourished because of a lack of protein intake. So, I mean, you can, you can lose weight for a lot of different things. You know, there's a wasting disease and all that kind of stuff, which our product wouldn't treat. Mm. So what, what, and the other thing that was interesting was that um, there was no tool that could teach them how to assess their patients. Uh, I ended up finding a doctor in Toronto mm -hmm. who had a validated approach for assessing the nutritional status of our, our patients. Now it took us six months to take that, turn it into a video and a training manual and things like that. But what ended up happening is, is a result of doing that free work and incorporating that into our launch, we were able to uh, accommodate uh, and, and address these two really significant barriers that would have really shot down our, our business. And so the, the message I'm hoping your, your audience can get is, is that, if you're launching and you haven't thought about what the barriers are, it's kind of late and you should yeah, think about yeah. it beforehand. Yeah, you got to start at the beginning. And you know what's interesting to me? I see, I've heard that there are people who are super overweight because we have in a society grossly um, obese, but that you could also be malnourished, but obese, which I didn't even know was possible. But I guess because, you know, if you're eating a lot of junk food and whatever, you, you're not really getting the nutrition you need, but you're putting on the pounds. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's true. You're not, you're, you're, you're not getting, um, uh, uh especially the minerals, you know, and, and that, you know, that kind of thing, wow. which really comes with the good food. Yeah. 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 Well, we could go on on that topic on another issue. It's, uh, but I've been so blessed to have you back here, Steve. Uh, I'd love to have you share where people can find out more about Foresight. How could they do that and more about what you have to offer? Sure. Well, thanks very much. Yeah. Um, the easiest way is to look online to um, uh, www.foresight-consultinginc.com. So that's F-O-R-E-S-I-G-H-T with a dash consultinginc.com. Uh, um, or um, you can uh, give me a call too. I'm, I'm available at 224-520-0506. Awesome. Located well, in Chicago, Central Time. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Steve Garko, again, for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and sharing your great wisdom today. Thank you. Christina, thanks very much for having me. It's always a pleasure. You betcha. Take care. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more Savvy episodes and Savvy Biz Tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com.
Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading. Hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details.